And welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, your weekly journey through the internet's message board. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. And this is a show where every week we get a random Reddit subreddit board, and then we discuss the subject of that subreddit, uh, sometimes in great detail and oftentimes not so much. Uh, see, the problem always is that I have to transition from, like, being an announcer to just being a human being. How do people do that on normal- how do human beings do that? Well, usually the the Goof-Em-Up uh, co-host interrupts the, the intro man. Like, yeah. it takes so much self-control every week to not be like, as soon as you say hi, be like, hey- Hey, how's yeah. it going? I'm Jeff. I'm here. Thanks, thanks Stuart Wellington. <laughs> hey, it's not just him. <laughs> no, but he does it the best. That's I always true. laugh when he does that. Yes, equally funny, Stuart Wellington. <laughs> so, Jeff, what you're telling me is that it takes two to make a thing go right. Mm, is that true? I, I know that you're referencing a song, but I don't know the song. Is it also true that it takes two to make it out of sight? I think so. <laughs> you lost all your lyric abilities. Who me? Yeah. Wait, is that No, what, I was like continuing to play. Oh, you started to sound unsure of yourself. I think yeah, so. Yeah. That's the joke. That's the joke of <laughs> yeah, okay. it. I'm unsure of all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I should start ending my intro with a prompt for one of you guys to talk like to be like and the man who makes the internet his personal dumping ground, <laughs> Jeff Kowalski. Oh, that yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how Stop Podcasting Yourself starts. We can't that's be, true. See, we can't rip off all the podcasts we like. This is the problem with us having listened to every podcast before we started our own podcast. Uh, no, because that... Paul F. Tompkins listens to every podcast, and he is the best podcast guest because he knows how podcasts are supposed to go. Yeah, well, if anyone wanted us to be guests on their podcast, I wouldn't complain. Yeah, that's true. We'd totally rule at it. We would be so good as guests, but as hosts, eh, I'm, I'm doing that waving your hand back and forth motion. We need to stop tearing ourselves down. We're supposed to be tearing down our audience. Oh, uh, I guess so. We should or be just... tearing down the walls between us. Yeah. yeah. Can we be shooting down the walls of heartache instead? Uh, bang, bang, I'm this, a warrior? <laughs> yes, that's this, correct. This game doesn't have destructible environments, sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like when they get licensed cars in a racing game so the cars don't get crashed up at all, because the Lamborghini or whoever is like, what, you can't crash up our cars in your video game, they have to look good the whole time. Really? That's a thing? That's lame. Yeah, I, it's it doesn't seem to happen as much anymore. Uh, you think like, they... You'd think they would be like, no, look at all these crumple zones and safety features that engage. Yeah, because the people buying Lamborghinis are the ones playing the racing games featuring Lamborghinis. If Entourage has taught me anything... <laughs> has it? Have you... Go no, on. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, tell us all the things Entourage has taught you. Okay, uh, I've learned that Jeremy Piven is not as good an actor as I thought he was from the PCU days. I still don't know who Jeremy Piven is, but I hear that name a lot. 
Yeah. Uh, what's he on? Is he on Gallivant or is that Timothy Oliphant? No, that's uh, Timothy Omenson. Od- uh, Timothy Omenson, yeah. that's it. He's great. Yeah, the, there are the, a bunch of handsome 40 somethings. Well, the Omenson life Oddman. of Timothy Omenson. Oh, Jeremy Piven's 50. He's not 40 something. Whatever. It's all the same. Oh, uh, that was my mistake. Jeremy Piffin's the guy who gave himself mercury poisoning to get out of being in a Broadway show, which I still think is pretty funny. <laughs> that? What show was it? Uh, I think it was, um, uh, what's that one about businessmen yelling at each other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, he was playing, he was playing the motorcycle in Greece too. <laughs> oh. What's the song? Is it Cool Rider? Business without is... really trying? Is, that can't be the one you're talking about. Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Oh, was it that? Uh, was it that one? I That's... don't know. It was one of those ones. Something like that. Well, anyway. one of those is really light and from the 50s, and the other is about Alec Baldwin swearing a lot. Yeah, I think it's the second one, but uh, yeah. anyway, he was in something that was like he didn't want to be in it, so then he ate enough sushi to go to the hospital, is apparently what happened. That could just be one sushi if you pick the sushi, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, or he's all wrong. like, he's all like, I didn't mean to do it, I just eat sushi three meals a day for six months, and then I had mercury poisoning. From what I've heard about Entourage, uh, I guess he's not playing a character in that. That's just how he is. Well, he does yeah. yell a lot, so I can believe it. Yep. Did I tell you... Have I ever told you guys about uh, the the PCU commentary tracks? Yes. <laughs> oh, how it's just him and he didn't really remember filming the movie? Yeah, it is fantastic. <laughs> it is two hours of Jeremy Piven alone in a room complaining about having to record a commentary track for this movie. It is a work of art. <laughs> I... I don't think I've ever seen the movie PCU. It used to be on uh, Comedy here. Central daily. <laughs> like yeah. Every day it was on, every afternoon. When I was a kid, the only movie that was on Comedy Central, uh, it alternated between Joe Dirt and Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> what about Blank Man? Did they not show Blank Man all the time when oh, you were yeah. a kid? I think I was a little young when Blank Man was on, but yeah, that's another one that was on a lot. Blank Man was the first movie I remember watching where I was like, oh, I'm too old for this. And I was like, five. <laughs> uh, I think that if you exist, you're too old for Wayne's Brothers movie. I just, I distinctly remember a scene where a woman's giving birth in an elevator and they make like eight dick jokes in a row. And I'm like, huh, I like, I feel too mature to laugh at this thing. <laughs> I think that the, probably still the uh, only good thing the Waynes Brothers did was their TV show. Yeah, and that was really only good in that it was like a launching pad for a lot of people and ideas. Yeah, I, like Launchpad <laughs> McQuack. Yeah, exactly. Was he yeah, on that show? The Waynes no, Brothers think- were uh, the DuckTales. It's all part of the same uh, Duckverse. Yeah, how come there weren't any Black Ducks on that show? Do you think they're going to have a Black Duck on the reboot? Uh, Daffy Duck? Can he cross over? Uh, yeah, I think Water Brothers would have sued them. <laughs> Wait, you're saying that the only difference between Donald Duck and Daffy Duck is their color? Yes. That's racist, No, guys. that is exactly well, the only also... difference. They're both furiously uh, angry and all the time. Yeah, but one of them can speak and one of them cannot. That's a pretty big difference. Donald can speak, he's just unintelligible. Yes. That's not his fault. He doesn't have- That's like me. He doesn't have, like, Let's examine the nature of speech, though. If no one can understand what he's saying, is he really communicating? The oh, other man, characters can understand worst. what he's saying. 
Okay, I guess he's just a Chewbacca in duck form. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except he's speaking English. He just has a severe speech impediment. Like Harvey, he's the Harvey Firestein of Duckburg. Am I the only person that whenever I hear people say something in something else form, I can only think about it in the tune of Romeo in Black Jeans? <laughs> that is a great song. That was on the radio. What if I was Chewbacca in duck form? No, sorry. No. I still don't know it. Jeff, you haven't gotten any of the song references so far. Jeff's the worst. <laughs> You're letting us down, Jeff. Song references to put it at the end. <laughs> I'm gonna start getting I'm gonna edge them up in time incrementally throughout the episode. <laughs> and eventually I'm gonna hit on like, I don't know, Spice Girls territory, and then Jeff is gonna be busting it out like nobody's business. <laughs> I think one of the nightmares I woke up from last night, I was at a Spice Girls concert. I don't know oh, why yeah? I'm having that memory suddenly. <laughs> Did two become one at any point during <laughs> that so- that nightmare, Jeff, if you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh no! This is not a, a enough reference yet. Uh, no, I recognize the song. I just don't understand the euphemism. I guess I'm implying that your nightmare was about having sex with Baby Spice. I guess that would be a dream come true. No, it would just be a dream because it wasn't coming true. But it wouldn't be a nightmare. It would be a good mare. It would be, it would be a, a night good. Let's not get into our moral dichotomies of good versus night. We need to stop tearing ourselves down. We're supposed to be tearing down our... Uh, Anyway, I guess we should probably talk about the things we've seen on the internet this week, probably. Yeah, I suppose that's a good idea. Uh, You guys are both going to talk about the same thing, so do you want to go, Louisa? (laughs) Yeah, Louisa, go first, because I actually found another thing to talk about that I think will be fun. Okay. Okay, cool. So, everyone except Matt, because he is the worst is now playing uh, Mitomo, which is super fun and cute. It's the hot new social network from Nintendo <laughs> where you make a little character that looks like you and you can make it say swear words in a computer voice. That is my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> are you tired of social media actually representing your thoughts and feelings and wish it was just stupid cartoon characters all the time instead? If so, this dumb thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's such a good break from hyperlinks to speeches of <laughs> why politicians are bad. Like, I Obviously, you need that, too, because it's good to stay informed, but some... (laughs) Is it also true that it takes two to make it out of sight? I defy that. (laughs) I do not believe that is true. I never want to see a cartoon character representation of my friend in any form. Uh, Well, I guess you just don't have the cartoon spirit of me and Louisa. (laughs) You posted a status earlier this week, Jeff, where you said that you did not like Powerpuff Girls and thus you were having yeah. a bad week, and I wanted to respond with, how do you think I feel? Oh, I hate both Powerpuff Girls yourself. and stupid <laughs> marketing gimmicks from Nintendo. <laughs> well, What I love about yes. it, though, is its truth or dare aspect, because it just asks you little questions and you answer them. That's so, uh-huh. That is such a good idea, just little prompts. I love it. I don't know. I mean... In some form or another, the internet has always given people opportunities to, like, be self-centered more than they already are. Mm -hmm. Like, remember when everyone took personality quizzes and posted the results online? It's the same thing, right? What is the problem? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm on Louisa's side on this one. (laughs) Like, I don't give... I don't know. Like, 
No one cares. No one ever cares about other people's answers to those questions. They just like talking about themselves. Uh, no, and- I disagree. Because when you're talking about personality quizzes, fine. If you're reading someone else's like results, yeah, you don't really care. You're like, oh, maybe I'll take the quiz. Yes, true. But when it's like, yes. oh, now I know what my friend's favorite food is. Like that's just a small thing that's interesting enough that you're like, oh, that's cool. And everyone's answer was pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. Um, the there's a reason why every game of truth or dare starts talking about fucking after like eight minutes because those are the only questions that anyone actually cares about. Yeah, you can put answers like that into Mitomo if you want. <laughs> I doubt Mitomo is asking you questions that prompt you to talk about your sexual history. Well, though. No, don't look right at my now. Mitomo then. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Right now, it seems to be themed on, for some reason, the launch theme... Well, for some reason. No, it's obvious. The launch theme is uh, flowers, cats, and bread. So you can win clothes that have to do with flowers, cats, or bread, and all the questions seem to have to do with flowers, cats, or bread. And it's obvious because that's everyone's favorite things. (laughs) Okay. I don't particularly like any of those things, to be honest. You're lying because bread is your favorite goddamn food. <laughs> That's absolutely untrue. What? Audience. I like noodles more than anything else. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> is it every food kind of bread if you think about it? No. The answer is no. When you go to get a communion? Isn't that what that's based on? He transmutes meat into bread, so that's, like, the ultimate food group. He did say the bread was his body, so burn on you, I guess. He only has, he has very limited transmutation powers. He can only turn bread into his own flesh, and water into wine, and then wine into his own Hold blood. Hold on, he doesn't also, turn- Also fish, also fish into more fish. <laughs> yes, that's true. He doesn't turn bread into his body. He can't reanimate himself in some uh, horrible golem way if you had a bread man. Yeah, he's a, uh, no. he's a level one transmutation wizard. He has, does not have any necromancy spells. <laughs> if I understand the pro- the uh, process of transubstantiation correctly, you eat the bread, and then as you digest it, it becomes the body of Christ. It becomes his flesh, though. It's you, when you say it becomes his body, it makes it sound like the the wafer like stands up and grows arms and legs, and is like, <laughs> "No, I'm a little Jesus." <laughs> ah! Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> like Wolverine in the '90s making a bunch of literal Wolverines when he gets chopped up into pieces. Jeff, I think maybe when you saw the Ten Commandments, someone had just put a cut of inner space in there instead. Is that possible? Jesus isn't in perhaps? that movie. Here's something I want to talk about. Why is Ten Commandments a goddamn Easter movie? Jesus isn't in it. It's a great because it's about Passover. Yeah. Uh. Passover is the Jewish uh, Easter, right? I guess, but I think Passover is at, like, the end of April this year. Easter used to be tied to Passover, and it's not anymore. But Passover is tied to the Jewish calendar, which is either a lunar or combination lunar-solar calendar. And that's why it moves around. They both move around. I I think it's lunar-solar, because I think the only pure lunar one is the Chinese calendar. Oh, wait, I think the one for Islam is also just lunar. Like, Oh, really? like, Ramadan moves through the year. Like, it keeps going. Yeah, I know it's variable. I don't... I... I, This is not funny. I don't know why we're talking about this. (laughs) It's fine. Every time we think we're not funny, uh, the response from our 
12 fans is I could not stop laughing. I had to leave work Ramadan, and hilarious. kill myself. <laughs> I think maybe all of our fans just want an excuse to leave work. <laughs> Don't we all? And then die. Ah, ha, ha, boss, sorry, I have to go home. Ha, 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 ha. They're talking about the differences between lunar and solar cycles. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Bye. Wait, but hold on. Isn't Chinese New Year, like, always the same day every year? No. Oh, but it's always, like, the beginning of February-ish, Yeah, right? that's what... That's the difference between a lunar and solar calendar is. Because, like, Passover's always in the spring. Like, no matter what. N- but now, wh- I'm pretty sure... Now, what makes it an advent well, calendar? Well, it's got chocolate in it. <laughs> oh, okay. What if I just rub chocolate all over my solar calendar? Uh, that's how you summon Ra, maybe? Not sure. <laughs> What if I rub chocolate all over my solar plexus? Uh, uh, that's not the purview this. of this show. We uh, can't talk about that on this show. That is a recipe for bad skin. That's all I know. <laughs> Great. Is it? Is that bad for your skin? Is it the chocolate or the sugar? I think it's the grease. Well, no, that's good for oh, your skin because yeah. they make cocoa butter lotions. Oh, hey. Is that? I thought that was like, like famously not as good for your skin as they say it is. Well, I mean, it's still good. I mean, maybe it's not as good as some other things, but there's nothing wrong with it. They still make plenty of cocoa butter lotions. Oh, it's not good for going out in the sun, which is what people used to think it was good for. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. doesn't help you with that at all. You're still going to get I still think if you rub chocolate all over your chest, you would probably break out really badly, though. Maybe. Probably. I mean, you'd have to wash it off pretty quick. Yeah. Anyway, what's the show about? No, it's Jeff, stop. <laughs> we already did that part. Louisa said her thing about the internet. Yeah, so, we talked about why Mitomo is great. Yep. So Louisa, how do, is this is Mitomo a thing where people can friend you? Yes, but it, you have to like mutually agree on it. Okay, so can you tell people how to find you on Mitomo so that they can friend no. you? <laughs> I will not do that. Okay. Well, you have to you have to be mutual followers on Twitter. Well, you don't have to. You can link it to Facebook, or you could do it face to face, or yeah. I don't think you can look people up though. Yeah. Well, I told them the one way they could do it because you don't have Facebook and you don't exist in the real. Oh, world. Okay. I also was saying I don't really want people I'm not actually friends with <laughs> to be my Mitoma friends. Well, now they're gonna come find well. you. <laughs> Hey everyone, go find Louisa and make her uncomfortable. I'm sorry Cal. in advance for how I'm going to reject you. If I know who you are, <laughs> if I've met you in person, I'll probably allow it. Uh, so the thing that I found on the internet, uh, since I don't want to just say Mitomo because Louisa said that, is I was reminded of the wonderfulness of Jack Chick. Uh, Bible oh, tracks. yes! Yes. <laughs> oh, man, these things are so great. Uh, I'm in a Facebook group, and someone started a thread of them, and just, uh they're so fun to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most popular one everyone knows is, of course, Dark Dungeons, which is about how playing D&D will make you kill yourself and do magic spells. Mm-hmm. That's true, though. I mean, I did those things after well, I started D&D. Well, yes, but it's a little melodramatic the way they talk about it being a bad thing. I think it's... The thing that really offends me is how her hairstyle changes. <laughs> Wait, does it? I don't remember. Yeah, her hair's all, like, stringy and, like, <laughs> like limp on her head after she joins that D&D group. <sighs> well, that, well, that actually happens. <laughs> The, the most amazing thing about these is the art is, like, 
amazing. <laughs> it's super expressive, and the visual storytelling is fantastic. But they're using it for pure evil. Yeah. I love. Like, That's cool. I, I love how everyone in there, but the person who believes whatever weird branch of Christianity that they're espousing, everyone else is a crazy straw man. But they all sound totally reasonable. Like, there's one there's one where a little kid is like, oh, are those two men getting married on the TV? And the parents are like, well, yeah, because it's the modern world and anybody can love whoever they mm-hmm. want. And the parents are supposed to be the bad guys. And then there's all sorts <laughs> of asterisks with, like, leading to Bible quotes that seem to imply that, like, the Bible says very specific things about Neil Patrick Harris or whatever. Yeah, but then the thing <laughs> is, the person the who is like the yet. hero of the tract will be will tell the parents like, uh, "No, actually, this is wrong because of this." And then the parents will fold like a house of cards and be like, "Oh my God, you're right. We need to give our lives over to Jesus." <laughs> or they sprout lizard tongues and become, like, cartoonishly evil. Yeah, that's what I like about it so much, is the fact that most of the time, the retribution isn't something, like, logical and tangible. It's always like, oh, no, da- mom and dad, they shouldn't get like, married because I the Bible. Like, and then mom and dad are like, uh, I'm not sure. And then, like, the whole house burns down and the devil is there and shoots them with laser beams out of his eyes. And you're like, well, that seems pretty unlikely. My favorite one is the uh, teenage girl who wants to have an abortion. Oh, no, she's pregnant and she's not sure what to oh, do. Oh, okay. Her... It's way, it's way more, uh, makes way more sense if she's pregnant before she wants to have an abortion. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Okay. She's pregnant. She's not sure what to do. She's just, like, sweet and innocent. She doesn't know what to do. Her, I believe it's her older brother's girlfriend. They're hippies. They drive a, a VW bus. Uh, her older brother's girlfriend is immediately like, all right, we're going to go and get you an abortion right now. And she's like, I don't know if that's what I want to do. And the, <laughs> this hippie, this hippie with beads and everything is like, yep, get in the car. And then eventually, of course, through some Jesus magic, she doesn't have an abortion. And then the end is her and her high school boyfriend with their baby being like, oh, thank God we made the right choice. Like, how how are you going to live now, though? Like, how is this I think the happy it- ending? Isn't that the one that the movie Saved was based on? I couldn't tell you. I think I think <laughs> oh, no. that like the guy who wrote Saved legitimately uh, wrote it as being like a, a reaction oh, to that chick tract. It makes sense because there's no logic anywhere in that tract. <laughs> That's a good movie. It's pretty funny. There's a there's a straight adaptation of. Uh, dark dungeons that someone kickstarted, uh, but then there's also the early '80s Tom Hanks vehicle <laughs> Monsters and Mazes, which is loosely based on Matt has the idea that on of D D being evil. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any VHS player, so I have no way of watching it. But yes, that is true. I'm looking at maybe my fa- two favorite comic panels in the history of time because it's weirdly metatextual and also way more cartoony than I've ever seen a chick track. Uh, I don't know how to send it to you, so I'm just going to describe it. Uh, oh, great. Yeah. It, there's a big bully, like the fat bully from Power Rangers, um, uh-huh. who is that's a re- That's a reference that Louisa and I totally will get. Repulsa, oh, come right? on. That's a character. No, Bulk is the fat I've police name. I've never watched Power Rangers. <laughs> Neither have I, Jeff. That was the joke I was yeah, making. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, well, imagine, like, the bassist for a ska band. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. Does he have a harmonica vest on? <laughs> 
he has on like a featureless black jacket and a featureless backwards black baseball cap. Uh, and he is picking up by the neck some real millhouse-looking dude. Uh, and he's saying, out of my way, scumbag. And the little millhouse-looking dude says, ugh, and is dropping a book full of chick tracks, chick tracts, as if he was secretly reading them, like, like hiding a comic book in his textbook type of deal. Is there is his bag full of just those and then lotion and tissues and you're like, "Oh Jesus. Oh god." <laughs> he literally stuffed them into a textbook. He doesn't even have a bag. Well, the underlying uh. Uh, theme of Chick Chack seems to be that like it's really hard to be whatever weird kind of Christian you're supposed to be, so like everyone's out to get you, <laughs> so you need to hide away yeah. your love of Jesus. So second panel, the uh, dazed dork is on the floor and the bully is leaning over, gesturing at the chick tracts, saying, what are these little books? And the, the kid says, my gospel tracts, I assume in that voice. Uh, and the bully says, well, now they're mine. <laughs> so, that, so ultimately they win. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> See, I just think that that comic could take a real turn there when, like, he finds out that this is what this little uh, punk is sexually aroused by. <laughs> and then, like, th- it becomes a real dom and sub situation, and then they become happy together and fall in love. No? Well, that would be really nice. I think yeah. someone should start rewriting the end of Chick Tracks. Yeah. That would be pretty good. What if people, somebody just did, like, a last panel of Chick Tracks where it was just, like, you know, turning the entire message on its head? That would be pretty funny. I'm sure if yeah, like you wrote, <laughs> Like those people who remove the last panel of a Peanuts cartoon so that they're not funny anymore and just sad. They're pretty sad before you do that, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Snoopy was never uh, allowed or... in the library, right? <laughs> or school. There's the other one where you replace the caption on a New Yorker cartoon with Christ, what an asshole, and it works for all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. It's uh, funny because saying Christ, what an asshole is the subject of the latest chick tract that I have here. (laughs) (laughs) Although, Um, actually, you could replace the title of any chick tract with Christ, what an asshole. Yeah, Christ colon, what an asshole. (laughs) Yes. As long as you make Christ into evocative there. So it's like, Christ, you're such an asshole. Some of them have, like, the art style of, like, a Tijuana Bible. Yes. They're ju- they just, like, look so seedy and gross, but they're all supposed to be about how you shouldn't sin. Maybe that's why I assume that anytime somebody's reading Chick Tracks, they're jerking it so right. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. Aesthetically, that... it's always bothered me that Chick Tracks just have typed-in text. Like, no one lettered oh, them. Yeah. Like, they're so hand-drawn. Yeah, they're so completely well-drawn, but someone didn't bother to hand-letter them. Uh, the, uh, the, my favorite thing about these is I never thought I'd see them in real life. Uh, like, I saw them in a, in a, like, Christian bookstore or something that I went into one time (laughs) as a joke that was not as funny as I thought it would be. Uh, but then I saw someone handing them out on the streets of Manhattan one day, and I was hanging out with, uh... My friend Phil, who you both know, and mm-hmm. who the audience will know if they listen to Creepy Podsta, <laughs> the Creepy Pasta podcast, and uh, who the audience and... will know because our audience is only people we already know. 
Yes, that's true. Uh, and someone handed, like, they were handing out all the chick tracts, and someone handed us literally Dark Dungeons, Ooh. like, the most famous and obviously untrue one. And I was like, mm, no, sorry. And he, because he is a much more patient and kind individual, uh, tried to engage with oh, this no. woman about this. And it was clear that she had, one, never heard of Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and two, never read the comic she was handing out. <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. It sounds like you're being pretty antagonistic towards Christians there, which I think is the subject of every chick tract. <laughs> yes, that's true. The antagonism of, please leave me alone, I just want to go catch the train or eat pizza or whatever you do in New York. Sin, it's always hard... <laughs> yes. It's always hard for me because I agree that it is ridiculous, the fact that all of these seem to like be predicated on the idea that Christians are the most persecuted segment of our current society, which is insane. But at the same time, when I read those things, I'm like, I do hate these people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they shouldn't like, be I, yeah. to practice their crazy beliefs. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I have no problem with Christians. I have a problem with whatever this is, which is not Christianity. Uh, one of my favorite. It's always one of my favorite ones is about Catholicism being actual devil worship, and the Pope is really uh, either in league with the devil or the devil himself, perhaps. Oh my god, it explains his hat. <laughs> it's true. Oh, I it forgot. I forgot that there's a weird sect of Christianity that, like, hates Catholics yeah. as aberrant. Yep. Because, like, I think Catholicism might be the most mainstream form of Christianity these days. It's the oldest, anyway. Uh, in America, I think Christianity is still beating out Catholicism. But worldwide, you're probably right. Mm. Yeah, I guess, like, some, like, generic Protestant church. Yep. Yeah. That's much more what palatable. Luther Lutherans? Sure. That is one of them. <laughs> That's like the first Protestant church, right? Because Luther was the one with the rules that he nailed to that yep. church. Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, imagine. Those rules would be way better. Uh, they would be way sexier, yeah, you that's just for sure. Hear them right That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What song did Luther Vandross do? I'm trying to I remember. Have no idea. On the Wings of Love, or was that Peebo Bryson? I think that was Peebo Bryson. Did Luther... I feel like Luther Vandross was more soulful. Oh, well, turns out our podcast just got racist again. Well, I guess. I mean, they were both, <laughs> like, R&B singers from the 70s as well as being black. I don't know what happened, Matt, well, but you just sounded like Darth Vader. Are you okay? Okay, that wasn't just me. <laughs> Oh, no, I was typing oh, in Luther okay. Vandross. I think that probably made it <laughs> Your computer has so Yeah, those are very memory. powerful <laughs> words. Typing, it can't also handle the audio. Yep. <laughs> was it on the wings of love? No, uh, that's not in the list Damn of it. known fours. Okay. Well, so Matt, what's your thing you found on the internet? Is it the Luther <laughs> Vandross Wikipedia page? It is now. No. <laughs> Um, okay, so the thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, the I saw uh, an ad for this stuff, which I've seen used in the past, um, but I guess I never really associated it with it being an actual product, which is this uh, liquid that you can put on pavement, and it makes that pavement temporarily hydrophobic, so that the next time that it rains, uh, the, water, the, the pavement all around it gets wet, but it stays dry. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys have seen this, but people use it to do sort of like e eco-friendly tagging 
where they will uh, like put down stencils and then spray this stuff on the sidewalk so that when it rains, the message appears as if by magic. Oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, it's a really cool idea, and people do a lot of cool things with it. Like uh, they do, like Louisa was saying, I told Louisa about this earlier. She was saying they do it at Disney World. They do it sometimes where they put it on the pavement and it has like little scenes that appear or cool messages and stuff like that. Uh, and some people do really cool artistic things with it. Some people put really cheesy, like, greeting card messages on the p- sidewalk, which I don't love, but I guess that's fine. Um, but it's so weird to me that this is a product that you can buy. I feel like it should be more counterculture than that. I feel like the man shouldn't want me to do this. It should be in, like, the anarchist's uh, cookbook. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it should be a thing where it's like the secret. It like if you mix and cooking oil and <laughs> borax in a bottle and shake it up and then spray it on the sidewalk. But no, it's just a thing you can buy it for the like sidewalk explode. A <laughs> it makes it so that if a police shoe hits the sidewalk, <laughs> I don't think that's a phrase I've ever heard before. Police shoe. <laughs> well. You don't subscribe to as many anarchist uh, subreddits as I do, Jeff. Uh, yeah, I do, but we call them jackboots. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> uh, anyway. What was your... Oh, you're going to get some and you're going to use it. I'm not. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I would be able to come up with anything better than the stuff people are already doing with it, which is unfortunate. I guess that's the curse of being not a very creative person. Wait, hold on. What? You're a very creative person. <laughs> I guess so, but not in that way. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I would be like, oh, okay, this is cool. I guess I'll do, like, a, a scene of a thunderstorm or something on the ground, and then I would start working on it to be like, this isn't going to be as cool as it is in my head anyway. I hate this. I guess I'll stop. And then it would end with me setting fire to a parking lot. <laughs> well, see, that's why you have to... Uh start drinking as soon as you start doing any kind of visual art because by oh. halfway through you're like okay uh this is the best art anyone has ever ever created and then you finish it jeff that might be the greatest advice you've ever given me i'm not joking <laughs> well it's uh yeah it is that's true <laughs> no like i'm serious like that is a great idea and i don't know why i haven't done that before <laughs> I'm a little taken aback and flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm mostly just shocked. It's just such a good idea. I just never drink alone, which oh, I guess is my problem. Yeah, see, that's, the, that's your first <laughs> mistake that you've made. I was going to say it makes your hands a little shaky, but I guess that wouldn't really matter for this or what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, yeah my hands are already shaky from what happened in the war. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so it's that sidewalk and it exploded. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so it's time to hit that random button, right? Do it up. All right. Uh, we have a subreddit dedicated to a famous internet cat that I have never heard of. Mm. Reddit.com oh, okay. slash r slash waffles cat. All right. Or waffle or waffles cat. <laughs> oh, no, that's a totally different thing. In the uh, chat window, it divided up the uh, URL, so I just see F-L-E-S-C-A-T at the bottom, and I'm like, oh, no, flesh cat. <laughs> but luckily, it's nothing to do with that. I'm sure there is a flesh cat that's just shaved cats, oh, which is horrible. Uh, or those creepy naked Chinese crested. No, those are dogs. There's, there's creepy naked cats. 
Oh no, this is not a very popular internet cat. All of the posts are from the person who owns Waffles the cat. Uh, oh, wow. But How Jeff, did you get this very but, specific. Uh... But Jeff, there's 253 readers, which is ten times as many people as listen to this show. <laughs> yes, that's so a fact. We can't th- we can't throw shade on these guys. Oh, all right, man. let me tell you about this subreddit. <clears throat> all right, for all things waffles. The cat that was well, abandoned by his owner has... What? I mean, it's not all things waffles. It's just hey, all things capital, waffles the cat. It's a, it's a capital this. W, Jeff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For all things waffles, goddammit. The cat that was abandoned by his owner, that's sad, has found his forever home through Reddit. Subscribe for lots of pics and updates, and feel free to ask any questions or make any requests. And then there's a link to his Instagram where he is senior waffles. So, is the only thing that's interesting about this cat that he was, like, found a home on Insta- on Reddit? I think so. Is that it? I think so. It's, yeah. uh, I clicked the original thread link, which leads to a 5,400 upvote post on r slash cats. So, yeah, I, I guess he was initially uh, briefly a meme, and the new owner tried to spin that out into a whole... Uh, Lil Bubbed style franchise yeah. that didn't quite work out. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. So is it is it likely or is it very likely that the owner that adopted this cat was only trying to exploit his internet quote unquote fame? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Well, what I think oh, is nice dear. about it though is in this quest for fame, showing pictures of this cat like living a happy life, which is what you need if you want to be famous. Those are also like hostage photos to show that the cat is still okay. <laughs> So even if that's why they got the cat, they have to keep the cat being happy and healthy. What this person doesn't realize is that to actually be famous in the reality TV market, which is basically what this is, you need to have way more conflict than this. He needs to start showing the cat passed out with, like, liquor <laughs> bottles all around it, or, like, like with its legs spread in the gutter. Or it's uh, it's in the line at, at uh, unemployment. Yeah, with a hat like backwards baseball cap. Yeah, he's like, oh, I can't get wa- I can't get Waffles the cat a job to help him get up off the streets. <laughs> or like this cat with just one paw on top of a crack pipe. <laughs> oh, oh, those those poor crack kitties. They just have no <laughs> chance in life. They're just cursed from birth. I I'm just saying this cat. Like I'm sure it's a fine cat, but it really doesn't have anything going for it. And I think that if you just made this Reddit into showing what a shitty life this cat fictionally has, it would be really funny. Yeah, because, like, even the header image uh, and the, like, subreddit main image are just of, like, beautiful stock photos of a beach. They're not even of the cat. Yeah, I'm wondering about that. I'm like, is that meant to show where this, the part of the country where this person lives? But there's no information about that. There's yeah, no I'm, sure they li- I'm sure they live in Middle Earth. No, shut up. <laughs> this could be the coast of Maine or somewhere. There's a lot of pine trees and, like, rocky coast. Jeff, you do know that the landscapes in the Lord of the Rings movies were real places, right? Not all CG. Uh, yeah, I know that Gondor is a real place, Matt. <laughs> is Gondor a Lord of the Rings thing? I think it's a dude, isn't it? Condor Man. Isn't Gondor was, a No, that's man? Gollum. Was he friends with He-Man? Uh, oh no, Gondor is the last city of men at the edge of... Don't write in, fans, we know where Gondor is. I thought that was Helm's edge... Deep. No, what? Helm's Deep is the name of the abandoned fort where they have the big fight with the orcs. Uh, yeah, I thought that was the last city of man. 
No, Gondor is, like, still a city with people living in it, and there's a tree in the middle of it, and it's, like, a bunch of different tiers, and J.R.R. Tolkien spends fucking 80 pages describing, like, the the road infrastructure of this stupid fucking city. Yeah, that's where Sean Bean and all of his sons live. Is Sean Bean in those movies? Yeah, oh, he's, man, the one, those he's movies. the one making the, like, uh... The ring finger say, oh, ring, ha, saying one does not simply walk into Gondor, uh, Mordor in all the memes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, him and his, him and his brothers are from Gondor. He's the only one who dies, which started the whole meme yeah. of Sean Bean dying and everything. Well, that's, yeah, that's also true. very true. So maybe that started it, yes, that drew people's attention. But he literally does die in everything that he's in. Yeah. That's, so it's supported uh, by I don't think he dies in love, actually. Wait, he's not in love, Is actually. You're I'm pretty sure Neeson. he is. You're thinking of Liam Neeson. Oh, same thing. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> no, Liam Neeson never dies in anything. He's unkillable. <laughs> if you type Sean dies... If you type Sean Bean into Google, the first autocomplete is dies. <laughs> yeah. Above Sean Bean IMDB. Yep. And right. just below Sean Bean feet, because people are gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish, but the only dude who shows up when you... Uh, whose feet shows up as the first result is Rob Liefeld. Oh, yeah. No, He's the one sense. who draws Deadpool and Cable and all those superheroes whose feet don't really uh, exist. It's like, you remember when the, uh, what was the Fire Emblem Awakening? Was that the one that that came out and nobody had feet and they just hovered above the ground? Uh, I don't know. That it's the one on 3DS. Right? Yeah, it was the first one on 3DS. And like, I didn't notice that the... no one had feet, though. That's weird. Yeah, I think they might have patched it later, but when they first released it, like, maybe somebody put a zero where a one was supposed to be when they were programming, <laughs> but everyone had, like, boot cuffs and then just nothing. <laughs> That's weird. That's pretty great. Yeah. So, wait, I guess, who am I thinking of, or am I thinking of a different romantic comedy? Because, yeah, I guess... Are you he's... thinking of Bill Nye, maybe? I mean... He looks kind of like Sean Bean a little bit. Maybe, I don't think so. Like Sean Bean. I know that all of those people are in this movie. I just thought Sean Bean was also. Was he in one of the later ones, like Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve? That seems extremely likely. Does it? Probably. <laughs> I don't think Well, so. I mean, he's a middle-aged British guy, and Gary Marshall only makes movies where middle-aged British guys fumble their way into falling in love with a 20-something blonde American woman. Sean Bean's really fallen off the map, though. Since Game of Thrones, like... His heyday was uh, is totally behind him. I feel like, yeah. Well, the only other I things guess. I've seen him in are like BBC television productions where he also died, of course. But uh, yeah, nothing else major. Oh, he's in The Martian. I did not see that. Did he die? He's, that? He, no, he's the king of NASA. Did he die though? No. Oh, he can't do this to us. <laughs> That's not fair. The thing about The Martian is it's a very uplifting movie. Definitely none of the Earth people are going to die. Oh, what about The Martians? Do they die? It's weird because I always think of Sean Bean as playing the villain in just about everything, and now I'm imagining him being the bad guy in The Martian. Okay, hold on. Which I think is a cyclone? What? Yeah, there's not really any bad guy. The bad guy is Mars, sort of? I think the bad guy is that that windstorm at the beginning that strands him there. Spoilers. So I'm going to say that Sean Bean played that cyclone. Hold on. You you started by saying that uh, you always think of Sean Bean as playing the bad guy. Has Sean Bean ever played the bad guy? Wasn't he a diehard bad guy? 
Yeah, he's a bad guy in like every action movie. I know you don't watch action movies, Can Louisa, you give but me an like, example? oh, he's the bad guy in Goldeneye. Oh, yeah, he's bad. the bad guy in Goldeneye. Spoilers he for was... Goldeneye. Mm, I haven't seen he was the... a James Bond movie since Timothy Dalton. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you... <laughs> Are you trying to be a James Bond hipster? Because no one cares. I will. I will do that. <laughs> sure. You didn't even okay. go for. Uh... Oh, who's the one that only did one in Living Daylight? Roger Moore. No, what? He did the most. <laughs> yeah, I know. Damn it. No, it's Come gone. On. I don't remember. Doolin Dalton, am I right, guys? Yes, he, was, uh, he was Doctor Who's dad in that one episode. <sighs> <laughs> That's exactly the reaction I was going for, because everything about that sentence was inaccurate. <laughs> oh, God. I guess they couldn't afford him, because that character showed up again, and a different actor played him. I don't know what you guys are talking about anymore. In the Doctor Who episode, The End of Time, Timothy Dalton is there as Doctor Who's uh, nemesis, the king of time or whatever. Oh, yes. And then, Wait, no. Yeah. What? Wait. Right? It's, I'm pretty sure no, it's Timothy that's, Dalton. That's not Timothy Dalton. That's what's his name? Um, oh, what is his name? Plummer? That's who I always get confused with, Timothy Dalton. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. The guy who plays the master, and he was uh... no, not the not the master, Rassilon. Oh, the At the end of the 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 time the which, time lord who shows up which, out of the time lock. Which doctor is this? Uh, this is the last nope. David Tennant episode. Oh, okay, I was gonna say no, I didn't see any of the David Tennant. Ones. Oh, that guy, the guy who played Lovejoy. Oh, Ian McShane. Yes, Ian McShane. No, it's not Ian McShane though. He's not in Doctor Who. How do you know? Because uh, I recognize him because he's the one who always yells at the Old West in Deadwood. Mm-hmm, that's true. <laughs> I didn't watch Deadwood, that but I recognize out. him from the internet. Uh, Ian McShane. I should type in Ian McShane Doctor Who. That would be a lot faster, right? You guys vamp for a little bit. I'm going to solve this goddamn mystery. Oh, like, it is It is Timothy Dalton. Oh, okay. no. You're right, Jeff. But Thank then he you. was later played by Donald Sumpter in the the most recent season. Yes. Uh, yes. Like, they couldn't afford Timothy Dalton. What is he doing? James Bond conventions? He never played James Bond. <laughs> Timothy Dalton? <laughs> what? This is how he started talking oh, about no, this. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Donald Sumpter. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> God damn it! That oh was God, a perfect no, button. Start this conversation. All <laughs> it's a loop, guys. It's a loop that goes on forever. Hold on, who's on first? <laughs> Sean Bean never played a bad guy. So, like this? No, he did though. He played lots of bad guys. Yeah, he plays uh, the rogue agent 006 in uh, Goldeneye. Okay. In the video game or the movie? His likeness Both. is also in the video game, but yes, in the movie. Also in Lord of the Rings, the thing we were talking about earlier, he plays a bad guy. Uh, yeah, but I guess Boromir is a bad... Is that the guy's name? I think he's a sort of a yeah. bad guy. Well, he does try to kill the main character and steal his ring, so that happens. I mean, to be fair, so does everyone. No, all of the rest of the Fellowship are like... No, let's not kill this guy that's so very easily killable. But, like, even Bilbo makes that scary computer face at him. 
what? Yeah, I guess. In the very beginning, he's like, blah, give me the ring, and makes a very scary face at him. Yeah, I mean, I would say that you could argue Bilbo is a bad guy in that movie. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I only saw the beginning of the first movie, and I fell asleep during it, so. Yeah, that's the right reaction to have. Those movies are very boring. (laughs) Uh, so this cat is cute, but it doesn't have, like, a messed up mouth, and it doesn't look like it's in a bad mood or anything, so why is, why would it be famous? What does this cat have to do with waffles? I don't know, I guess they just named it Waffles because it's, like, orange? I guess so. Waffles are sort of tan-ish? You know, I find, if someone has just a cute cat, this is a perfectly cute cat, what they need to have to become super famous is, like, an amazingly pristine apartment or house. Because people love hmm. to see cute animals on, like, a perfectly clean carpet. But this is all very normal, <laughs> and it's depressing. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, uh, I think that probably one of the most successful internet cats, and one that I can genuinely enjoy looking at pictures of, is Maru. Yes, yes Maru is probably, that's, like, the first famous internet cat, as far as I know. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out, is it just the Japanese aspect that makes him so interesting like he doesn't have much more is it that he's so fat yeah maru is very fat and likes to be in very tiny boxes yeah that's his gimmick he loves that and also i think this is key to japanese uh short videos of pets when i don't know what this is culturally but when japanese people make videos of their pets they don't talk so you can enjoy the whole video (laughs) americans always fucking talk in baby voices to their pets and nothing is a bigger visceral turnoff than hearing some 40 year old you don't know baby talking to that cat you're trying to watch do something cute i think don't don't project your own feelings on the whole internet louisa i guarantee you there's tons of people who jerk it to 40 year olds talking baby talk to their pets are you guys saying you don't agree with me because that's the fucking pits no i think Uh, are you guys saying that you don't jerk it to 40 year olds talking baby talk because i don't believe you i think that baby talk might be a weird american thing like maybe british i don't know uh I don't know, Jeff. Have you watched any Japanese porn ever? Because all of the girls are always doing baby talk, and it's the grossest thing in the whole world. Okay, we're setting that entire <laughs> genre of media aside far. because it defies all rules. Uh, Here's but my like, only point. Everyone baby talks to their pets, whatever. You do that in the privacy of your own home. If you're making a video, <laughs> nobody else wants to hear it. <laughs> like, nobody wants to see pictures of your baby. Like, I don't care how much you love your baby. I don't care about your baby. I- Nobody I don't know, Louisa. I, I have a chick tract here that says <laughs> oh, no. that talking baby talk to your cat is a <laughs> is a sin, and Jesus will come for you. See, I I think that it might just be like the people that we know, like douchey twenty and thirty something Americans, because like whenever I see. Like, I spent a lot of time in Central Jersey. There's a large immigrant population. And whenever they have, like, their actual babies out, they don't baby talk to them. They talk to them like adults, and it seems really jarring. But then it's like, well, no. Because, like, they watch TV shows and stuff where everyone talks like adults, and they, they, they grok what's going on. Like, I don't think you ever need to talk to any living being in that baby voice. Not even an actual baby, let alone a cat who doesn't speak goddamn English anyway. Yeah, I always feel like 
on some level when pets are being baby talked at, they ha- are thinking this is just demeaning to both of us. <laughs> I really like when dogs, if you say something to a dog, you're like, oh, are you cute? And then the dog just kind of opens and closes its mouth just like, Mwah. and it sort of <laughs> looks away and it really feels like they're judging you when they do that. It's like, uh, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what those sounds mean. So, yeah. uh, I'm going to put up with this, I guess. <laughs> Do you have food, or are you going to, like, wrestle with me or something? Because uh, that's kind of what I'm all about. It's always like, like if you're going to bother to put baby talking in your video, then it better be to be prompting this dog to do something real dumb that I can laugh at. Otherwise, what's yes, the point? that's true. Or if you're talking to a cat, like, no, you can't have any food, and then the cat's going to be, like, crazy meowing. Like, that's okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I do like Yas Cat, which is uh, someone <laughs> baby talking at a cat. But also, it's also someone else doing a fake cat answer voice, so. <laughs> I feel like it's better if the cat is like a tiny kitten. I don't know why, but I can put up with baby talk more if the cat is a baby cat. Yeah. I guess the I whole guess. thing is making your uh, video. Uh, audibly pleasing like almost always you don't want to hear a human voice if you're just watching an animal do something Ooh, you better you better tread carefully here louisa on this podcast that is just the three of us talking into poor quality microphones for an hour i said if you're watching a video of an animal do something if you're doing that and also listening to the podcast that's on you that's on you listener you made a mistake you shouldn't have been doing that Guys, I just so, found out that this subreddit is 23 days old. This whole Waffles thing went down a month ago. Oh, oh wow. wow. We are we are on the bleeding edge of something. We're on the I pulse of famous internet cat. Actually, you know what? This cat is pretty cute. He's a very cute cat. It's fine. But like I said, like you don't really want to see close-ups of someone else's house unless it's like amazingly clean. <laughs> oh, yeah. These floors are like kind of crummy and that's an old amazon box that the cat is in right now yeah that's all pretty depressing might as well have left him on the street (laughs) so i'm just now realizing as i click through these pictures that these are ultra high quality pictures like they every single one if you open it has a magnifying glass button to make it so huge why are you doing this Oh, man. I think that's just because that's the default setting for, like, pictures on your phone. Or... These are, like, the highest res JPEGs I've ever seen in my life. Can... These are these are designed to be printed to make actual wallpaper for your actual house. This zoomed in so much that I can sort of see the hand in the reflection of the cat's eye. <laughs> and, like, the glisten of single drops of mucus on the cat's nose. It's very upsetting. <laughs> Going back to Louisa's uh, hostage pictures thing, I feel like there are clues in these pictures that could lead us to some kind of buried treasure, perhaps. Yeah, we can learn all about where Waffles the Cat buried all these toy mice. <laughs> Our yep. first on-location seeing Reddit is us driving up to New England to steal this cat. <laughs> oh, you figured uh, out where it is. No, I, didn't. I think we've I didn't. already established that it's in... It's in Middle Earth, Louisa. There's Cleveland. No, there's nowhere to find out, like, a, more about. Is there? Like, if the person didn't share it in the about, there's no way to find no, out. No, that's it. Mm. It's in Cleveland, though, because that's where it says in the original post. Well, that's depressing. <laughs> I guess they just really like the coast of somewhere. Is there a Cleveland in Narnia? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, I think that's cool. where Mr. Tumnus Summers. <laughs> 
wow, spending your summers in Cleveland is really depressing. <laughs> well, Cleveland in Narnia is gorgeous. <laughs> we only saw we only saw Britain in Narnia, and of course it's crummy. Okay, so I'm looking at a picture right now of uh, this cat laying next to what looks like an internet router. Fine. And there's a trash bin in the background with a piece of paper taped to it. And printed on it is a sign that says Dobby's Socks and then a silhouette of Dobby from Harry Potter. What could possibly be in this trash bin? I mean, they must have children and the children are always leaving their socks everywhere. Hmm, I guess that's probably but, true. Is that how you trick children to do anything decent? And yes. So you're, so you're saying for every sock you put away, you're freeing a house elf? Is that the implication? Yeah. Or you're uh, stopping your own family's house elf from becoming free by getting a hold of that yeah, sock. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. It seems more like the other direction. Yeah, the Waffles' face in this photo looks very uh, like a Malfoy cat. Yep. Also, there are lots of pictures that show that this house has at least two other cats, as well as, like, 25 aquariums on server racks. What are in those? Oh, this this is awful. Aquariums give me the creeps. Yes. If you have aquariums in your house, there's, like, a 70% chance you're a serial killer. (laughs) I think that that's fair. On the other hand, if they're in your restaurant, it might be a really good restaurant. Yeah, it's fine in a in a restaurant. Or it might be any sit down Asian restaurant. Yeah, a lot of those are Here, perfectly good restaurants. Here's the problem, Jeff, with having aquariums in your house is that the only pets that go in aquariums are pets that are incapable of feeling love. <laughs> so what is the point of having them in your house? Oh man, this episode is going to be so contentious for uh, one of our two listeners, Chris, because he loves Lord of the Rings and has at least two aquariums in his apartment. Uh, can we can we market this one as the episode where we? aim specifically to offend Chris as much as possible. I wasn't going to bring it up until we mentioned aquariums, because I thought it would be really funny if we just, like, dunked on Lord of the Rings for half an hour in the middle of the episode, but uh, I can't resist now. (laughs) Of course, you could also just cut all this out. I'm not gonna. Well, I know. All this gold about aquariums being not great? (laughs) Oh no, leave the aquarium stuff in. (laughs) <laughs> just cut out the part where we're specifically antagonizing probably our biggest fan I'm gonna say our biggest fan uh, it's probably a fight between him and the Cassies yeah maybe all our fans names start with C hmm. coincidence that also starts with a C think about it wake up sheeple <laughs> is it possible that this cat is a reptile person mm, possible, possible yes likely also yes <laughs> yeah. I don't think possible really applies when it's a definite fact that this cat is a lizard person. I think that there's a level of fame at which if you are above that level, you have to be a lizard person to survive. And I wonder if that level is where this cat is at right now. Mm, 253 readers on your subreddit? Yeah. Uh. I think he's got a little ways to go. (laughs) Also, the top comment on the welcome post was someone saying, thank God this wasn't Waffle Scat. Yes. (laughs) Good. I was trying to figure out what Waffle Scat would be. Is it people scatting on waffles, or is it scat that is produced after eating waffles? So, 
<laughs> I'm wondering why couldn't they get r slash waffles, and that is because it is a barely more popular subreddit about waffles. Barely more popular? That is, How's that possible? Yeah, it's, I was going to say, that is a crime! 340 that, waffle enthusiasts what? on that That one. subreddit should be the third biggest <laughs> reddit on the internet. Waffles are just hard to make pancakes. Yeah, I don't even like waffles that much, but they deserve our respect, goddammit. <laughs> no, I actually if like I, waffles a, wa- a lot. It's just, like, not worth it to go buy a waffle iron. If anyone ever posts videos of them baby-talking to waffles, I am ashamed for them. <laughs> so, uh, I think we can all agree that it's much funnier to give a cat a singular food name. Like, this cat would be much better if its name was Waffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh and Emily Gordon have a cat named Bagel, and that's a really great name for a cat. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, I think a singular just dictionary word is a great name. Like, uh, another podcaster has a cat named Bug. I think that's a great name for a cat. Just, like, always single syllable. Well, I also like if you give a pet a name that's actually a title, because I work with someone who has a dog named the Captain. And I think that's, that's, great. Oh, that's, that's great. also really good. <laughs> I don't know, though, because I have a friend who told me a long uh, anecdote about a terrible date that ended with her date referring to his penis as the <laughs> oh, captain. No! And now whenever I hear that, that's all I can think <sighs> of. Why are you and my ex-girlfriends talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a terrible uh, thing I, to find Jeff, out. Jeff, <laughs> I... I think you could come up with a more creative name for your penis than the captain. I think that I have, but I'm not telling you because it contains the eldritch secrets. <laughs> yeah, if we know your name, the true name of your penis, we gain power over yeah, it. Yeah, you could use that name to destroy it. Disappear. No, not me. <laughs> not all of me. Yeah, if we get your penis to say its name backwards, it goes back to the fifth dimension. Oh. The fifth oh, dimension is imagination. Yep. <sighs> That's where Mr. Mixius Spitlick is from, right? It's intentionally unpronounceable, but yes. That's where yeah. Figment the Dragon is from, correct? Probably. I mean, he's he's imaginary. Are they in the same canon? No, they're <laughs> not. No, because <laughs> Disney because owns Marvel not. now. But I want them Disney to doesn't own DC. Disney owns Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I think that you say, of course, they're not, but I guarantee you at some point uh, a Marvel character is going to interact with a Figment character from uh, from Disney Epcot. Oh, well, sure. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel is currently Figment, who they barely even <laughs> include in uh, the Land of Imagination anymore. Uh, prepare to bury your face in goddamn shame, Louisa, nope. because there is currently oh. on the stands a Figment comic book published by Marvel. Boom! Oh, what could it possibly shit. be about? It's about Figment the Dragon and some magician with a mustache. I haven't read it. The Dreamfinder? Oh, yeah, that's... The Dreamfinder? Yeah, that's the Dreamfinder. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they decided Marvel <laughs> was going to do, like, Disney ride-based comics, and wow. Figment was the first one. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, they All just did Ellen's Haunted Mansion. Adventure? <laughs> Haunted Mansion is, like, <laughs> coming out next month, and this was years ago. I'm... I'm just saying that if uh, Figment and um, uh, Howard the Duck had, like, a crossover series, I would read it. That is legally possible. Yeah, and it would be kind of good. I think it would be probably pretty good. Oh, man, I would... The best kind of possible. (laughs) (laughs) 
I really want Howard the Duck to meet uh, Donald Duck and the DuckTales crew, but those, for some reason, the DuckTales comics are published by a publisher I've never heard of instead of Marvel, the comics publisher that Disney owns. I don't understand people's interest in Howard the Duck. His whole premise is, what if Donald Duck was just, like, shitty? <laughs> right? Well, yeah, but it was the 70s and no one had done that before. What if we ripped off Fritz the Cat? <laughs> yeah, Louisa, Howard the Duck was the first shitty duck. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like there's a bunch of them now? Like, it even started there the kind game. of are. This whole episode started with us talking about how Donald Duck and Daffy right. Duck are basically the same in that they're both shitty. They came yeah, they were way before Howard the Duck, so I don't know what you're talking about. They were both very rude for their time. And Howard the Duck was just the 70s version of Rude as a cartoon duck. Listen, Howard the Duck had sex with Marty McFly's mom, so, like, we all need to just say that we're jealous and that's why we're so angry. Mm, She had crimped hair, though. I don't like that. Yeah, that's fine. Who's the modern Rude Duck? Hmm. Because, like, Darkwing Duck was the 90s one. Yeah, I think modern day Ted Cruz. Does that sound right? (laughs) Well, yeah, I think that's... Well, what would be a duck name for him, though? Web Cruise? Oh, man, there it is. <laughs> uh, it's funny, because I've listened to many episodes of the Flophouse where they spend a very long time coming up with Flintstones names for celebrities. <laughs> Uh, and I've always been like, this is stupid, and I wish they would stop doing this. But right now, I would gladly spend 20 <laughs> minutes coming up with duck names for celebrities, so I get it now. And I apologize to Elliot Kalin. The Flintstones does not even try that hard, uh, as hard as they did, because their WWE crossover, yes, I know, inexplicable. John Cena's caveman name is John Cena Stone. Oh, that's terrible. Wait, they didn't have Dwayne the Rock Johnson? No, he's not even in it. (laughs) The Undertaker plays himself. Everyone else has a a rock name, and then The Undertaker as himself. Well, they still had death in the the Stone Age, Jeff. (laughs) But not like The Underground Taker? Mm, That's not even even Stone Age related. That's if he was was in the Mole Man comic. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if The Undertaker was just one of the Mole Man's minions? <laughs> well, that's, uh, uh... I'll get you, Fantastic Four. Also, The Undertaker is here, wearing his stupid hat. Who's the Who's the Incredibles version of Mole Man? He's got some name like Under something. The Underminer. Underminer. That's a real Why do I joke. know that? <laughs> well, of all the people in the too. world, you would know that. I know. I... I'm depressed at how often that phrase is said about me. <laughs> well, stop like, knowing things. There's this stupid fact that no one should know. Only one person will know it, and that person is mad. <laughs> I found, like, I hate to talk about it because it sounds like a brag, but it's actually not. When I was younger, it probably would have been a brag. But having a very good memory is not a good thing. Oh no, uh, I wish I had one though, because having a very bad memory is the opposite problem. <laughs> it's equally bad in the other direction. There's gotta be a good middle ground where you don't have to remember dumb trivia, like Alf's name is Gordon Shumway, but also- Is that dumb trivia? That's common knowledge. <laughs> but, uh, uh... Okay, but do you remember Alf's girlfriend's name? Rhonda. 
Yes. Okay. Holy yes. crap! You, that was you have gone into the area of dumb trivia now. <laughs> that was instantaneous. <laughs> yes. Jeez. Wow. We all know the mnemonic device for that one. <laughs> yes. The fact that he say "Help me, Rhonda" by yes. the Beach Boys. Yes. Yes. What part I don't think from? I... Nell Mac. I don't I think, think I yes. ever watched Alf. We all know. I don't know that I watched it consciously. I think that, like, the television waves just passed through my brain when I was a kid, and yep. I have it all in there now. Did yeah, they... I remember a lot about it. I don't remember sitting down to watch it ever. Okay, if you were an elf, pick which of these cats would you eat first? Okay. Okay. Lil Bub, Grumpy Cat, or Waffles the Cat? Waffles looks the fattest, so probably Waffles. Little Bub, because I feel like his existence is a Her. daily torture for him. Yeah, Little Lil Bub identifies as a woman. Okay. Whatever. I don't think Lil... that's true. Animals don't have gender. <laughs> Little Bub, because it is a horrible uh, freak of nature and probably every day is painful for it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I like Lil Bub a lot, so uh, I think that just... I feel like Alf probably has affection for cats in addition to seeing them as a food source. So I think I'd have Do to you go think with that? Bub. It <laughs> seems he likely. Just, he lived with that cat that the uh, What's-It's owned, and he just wanted to eat it all the time. Wait, you remember his name and his girlfriend's name, but not the name of the family <laughs> he lived with? She identifies uh, only with Muppets. <laughs> Willie was the father. I don't remember their yes. names. What was their name? Uh, I'm looking it up because <gasps> I also don't know. If you don't know, you can't shame me for not knowing it. <laughs> Uh, nope. Oh, the Alf Wiki. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, the were Tanners. Ah, oh, that's right. The Tanners. Yep. So you know, I'd, anyway, I'd eat Grumpy Cat if I could eat its existence from time backwards and forwards, so I would never have to see another goddamn Grumpy Cat meme. Is that how uh, Alf, yeah. is that how haven't Alf those, worked? Haven't those naturally died out? I haven't seen anything about Grumpy Cat in at least a year. No, Grumpy Cat's still still kicking. Yeah, but it's only people who are sad and have no nothing else in their lives who continue to talk about Grumpy Cat. There's a Grumpy Cat comic book. Okay. Well, of course there is, because they are trying to cash in as much as they can, these terrible people. There's never going to be a Waffles the Cat comic book. So in that way, I guess Waffles the Cat is the best of the internet cats. <laughs> Lil Bub has an album, and it's pretty good. Can I talk about how Lil Bub and other similar internet celebrity animals make me uncomfortable? Because it tantamounts to laughing at an animal's deformity. Oh, I think its deformity yeah. is cute. I'm not laughing at it. That's still not okay, though. I'm appreciating the way that its face and legs are all messed up. Is it... Is it as bad as, like, carnival freak show things from way back when? I feel like Not it is. As bad, uh, no, because cats thing. aren't people. Yeah, but it's still not very nice. I no. guess. I don't like it because I know Little Bub has, uh, you know, a good standard of living, and I believe that her owner is a pretty good guy. He gives a lot to animal charities. But the... The fact that Little Bub is famous means every time you see an Instagram post or whatever, there's a million comments. Oh, so cute. Where can I get one? Like, uh, wrong, you dumbasses. You like, you can't, you can't let the thing about this be. Oh, I want a deformed animal too. Yeah, because it's very <laughs> difficult to take care of Little Bub because Little yeah. Bub needed like lots of money's worth of surgery to be continued to exist when it was younger. Yeah. <sighs> 
Anyway, I guess that's the show. R slash waffles cat. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, <laughs> no, I want to end on a. I want to end on a down note. No, we're not allowed to do that. <laughs> it's what our fans demand. <laughs> we want this episode to just be unpleasant to listen to for Chris specifically. <laughs> uh. Is there anything else we can talk about that will make Chris like clench his fists in rage, knowing that he can't respond to us? Uh, Terry Pratchett. Oh. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> I'm glad he died. No, no. Yeah, too far. Oh, come You're on, taking it too far. <laughs> Uh, what is Chris's cat's name? Uh, Moses. That's a dumb name for a cat. Oh, that's a cute name for a or cat. His, I like that. his other cat, uh... I the... thought we were supposed to be just, like, Mish- irritating Mish- Chris and not specifically roasting Chris. He has another cat that's <laughs> that. too fat and afraid of people to, like, live in his house. I forget its name. Well, that's sad. <laughs> you're bringing me down. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, ruin our listeners' day. <laughs> no, why? Stop why? Doing... What? That's our goal. <laughs> no, it's not, Jeff. Uh, we're being gently teasing. Oh, yeah, sorry. This is the part of the episode where I cut out Jeff's audio, and then he's just silent for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is bad, and so is The Office. Oh, does he like The Office? Wait, does he like The British Office? Because that one is bad. No, but he thinks Michael Scott is a sympathetic character, which is untrue. He is eventually. Once yeah. the show goes on for a while, you're like, oh, he's like, he wants to be good. He's just too stupid and mean. This is the same problem I had. I just watched um, The Last Man on Earth, mm-hmm. and it's very difficult to watch because it's yeah. funny, but the main character is such a bad person that you don't want him to succeed ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. And it's really hard to watch. Well, how no, I met your mother had that really... problem. You Wait, mean about both. Ted? Well, Ted and Barney. Uh, oh, well, no, I think like, everyone else is sympathetic. Ted, not always. Ted is oh. pretty much never sympathetic, and then by the end, Barney is, like, like the <laughs> most sympathetic, but he begins the show mostly just sexually assaulting and harassing people. Jeff, when you said the name of the show you were talking about, Louisa was talking over you, so I couldn't hear you, and then when you said Barney, I thought we were going back into Flintstones, and it took me a while to understand what we were talking about. Wait, are we not talking about the Flintstones? But that's also true for the Flintstones. Fred is also a bad person that you don't want to succeed. (laughs) He's always lying to his wife, who seems to be a perfectly nice person. How could I lie to my wife to go bowling? That's the plot of every episode of the Flintstones. Yep. Man, can you imagine living in a time when, as an adult male, the most fun thing you could do was bowling? Yeah, it's called 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, like yeah, bowling. I bowling. Yeah, I like bowling just fine. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to sneak out on your wife and the best thing you can think of to do every time is bowling, that's really depressing. Sometimes he goes to his uh, yeah, Illuminati meetings. His the, strip club. The Royal Order of the Water Buffalo. The, that was a strip club, right? That was the subtext, no, it's and the you just Elks, never saw. It's the Elks you never Lodge. saw. You never saw the dancers come out. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't think that's the case at all. Uh, like, uh, like Bada Bing on the Sopranos. Has anyone done a Sopranos? But it's Fred Flintstone. Probably they probably did that yes. on Harvey Birdman. Yeah, they definitely have done it. I've seen a video oh, of like yeah, the yeah. opening credits. Oh, of, yeah, I remember. Was this. that on SNL? Yeah. I remember that too. I think that, that might have been Birdman. on Harvey Birdman, yeah. You're right, it might have been. 
but also, I'm trying to think of a stripper name that's also a Flintstones name. Uh, I can't think of a stripper name. <laughs> Rock Candy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I was going to say Pebble, but then his daughter's name is Pebbles. <laughs> but maybe he needs that lesson, you know? Maybe he needs to be like, this is someone's daughter too, Fred. This is all very depressing. I thought it was going to be less depressing. <laughs> How is this depressing? That's funny. <laughs> Thinking about strippers in the Flintstones, that is hilarious. It's pretty funny. No, it's not. I like when he would slide oh, down man. the dinosaur's tail and say yabba dabba do and land in his car. That is pretty good. And that bird would say, it's a living. That yep. bird. As if they have one bird that runs their appliances. Well, they had lots of different birds or pterodactyls that would say that, though. Or frogs, maybe? They had uh, I think one and time w- there's a monkey. And one of them had to be a foreman, right? <laughs> one of them had to be in charge of everything. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You know, enforcing workplace standards and whatnot. Yeah, I imagine that the uh, Flintstones appliance uh, work union is probably not uh, not easy to deal with. I mean, they're everywhere and they're totally necessary. Yeah, if they go on strike, you're fucked. Like, oh, I can't even use the toaster because there's no turtles to push the bread up out of it. <laughs> <laughs> why did you pick a toaster? And why did you pick turtles? Uh, I was just talking. I don't know why I said any of it. <laughs> Did they have dragons on that show? <laughs> they might. Uh, maybe like Komodo dragons that breathe they fire had... because dragons in the name. They had yeah. a little woolly mammoth that was the vacuum cleaner, didn't they? Oh, didn't they yeah. have another? Didn't they have another woody, woolly mammoth that was the shower and it sprayed water out of its trunk? Yes, mm, probably. Man, that show is stupid as hell. <laughs> It was just the honeymooners, but they were like, how can we kid this up a little bit? Let's make it stupid. But what's funny is they didn't take out the very adult subject matter of <laughs> marital troubles. Yes. Uh, well, that was also in, like, the the uh, the uh, comic strips as well. Those were all about people with miserable marriages. What comic yeah. strips? All I the think... comic strips that ran in the 60s. All the Lockhorns. Yeah. Maybe there was some kind of EMP that went off in, like, the 40s that made it so that everyone who was an adult in the 60s forgot what being a kid was like? Is that possible? I think that that is called getting older. I still remember what I liked. As, I, I, in fact, I not only do I still remember what I liked as a kid, that's still all the things that I like. I don't think I've, I've changed at all. Well, studio producer Michael Bay also remembers what was popular when uh, when you were a kid, and that's why we got those Ninja Turtles movies. Yep. And Transformers movies. Mm, yep. It's going to ruin everything. But you know what? I don't hate him because I will totally work with Michael Bay for a million dollars and a bag of coke. <laughs> And I will work for, with Michael Bay for half a million what? dollars, and then I will drug Louisa into unconsciousness with a bag of coke. I'll convince <laughs> Zack Snyder to work with Michael Bay Wink. for a quarter of a million dollars and no coke. Especially if you don't know what Zack Snyder looks like, and you will accept that it is just Louisa with duct tape over her mouth and a name badge that says Zack Snyder. Wait, why am I using Louisa in this scenario? I could just be Zack Snyder. <laughs> oh, Okay. I assumed that you were implying that working with Michael Bay was a punishment. <laughs> what? No, I get a quarter million dollars. I could pay off all my loans. Yeah, but you could get a quarter million dollars and not have to work with Michael Bay if you just had Louisa be there tied up with duct tape over her mouth. He's probably fun to work with. He made that really good Got Milk commercial. 
And he has lots of coke. <laughs> and uh, the movie Pain and Gain, I hear, is pretty fun. Yeah, you said this exact thing last time we talked about Michael Bay on this show. Uh, I don't remember the I things remember you say. I just I say don't them. remember any movie called Pain and Gain. <laughs> uh, okay. It came out between Transformerses, which uh, is why it kind of flew under the radar. It's got The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. I think they are the titular characters, Pain and Gain. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Which anyway, I thought I thought a juicier comedy nugget was talking about how we still enjoy things that we enjoyed as kids. To to wit, last night I bought an entire cake at Wegmans and then watched the Star Trek movies. Oh <laughs> Wait, which Star Trek movies? The originals, like the like motion all picture. Seven of them? No, just a couple of them, but still enough to, as many as I needed to watch to eat a whole cake. So you and don't I'm even like... know if they found Spock. <laughs> I don't like how much you food shame me when I'm like, oh, I'm going to make some cookies. And you're like, mm, well, I'm just eating brown rice this week. But then sometimes you're like, and then I bought a whole cake and ate it all at once. Yeah, well. So this uh, doesn't seem very fair. On, YOLO. On Wednesday, I bought a uh, a bunch of uh, half-price Easter candy, including a bag of crispy M&Ms, a bag of Robin's eggs, and a bag of Swedish fish flavored jelly beans. And most of them are mostly gone. Yeah, are those robin mini eggs? Are those robin's eggs a candy, or did you just steal some eggs out of nests? <laughs> oh no, they just sell the eggs of birds raw, and you eat them as a candy. You're like, oh, that's God, kind that's of true. Eggs. Yeah, well, they're all fertilized too to get that nice <laughs> crunch in there. I mean, if you go to a cheap enough grocery store, that is also still true. Uh, yeah. Grade F eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, there's an episode. Why does this of- pack? Why does this package say grade fags? Oh, we just left the space out. <laughs> there's there's an episode of Hannibal where they make, like, deep-fried chicken fetuses or something as a food. And that's well, grosser that's a... than all the times they eat people. That is a thing, though. Yeah, it's horrible to look yeah, at. Yeah, it's horrible. It is horrible. And this is a show at. where he chops up man's bodies and eats them. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway. Alright, Louisa, what's something that you have done recently to celebrate the things you liked as a kid? Besides me, Tomos. <laughs> well, I bought that Barbie doll, and it's pretty great. Did I you get it? Yeah. I haven't oh, done okay. anything with her yet, but I just like touching her hair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Wait, this, is, this is taking another Hannibal turn. No, it's not. <laughs> Why did you buy a Barbie doll? Does it have real human hair? (laughs) No, it doesn't. Does it have real human emotions? (laughs) Not yet. Until I get a soul trapped in there. Anyway, I have a plan. No, it's uh, it's one of the curvy Barbies, and it was only ten dollars. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll buy a curvy Barbie to like show them that those are worthwhile to make. Mm. Did you say curvy or Kirby Barbies? Because that's just a, <laughs> I think that's just a uh, yeah, Barbies amiibo. Barbies are round and pink, and when I said I touched his hair, I meant that it didn't have any hair, right? Yeah. yeah we all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this reminds me of our episode of our aborted podcast, uh, where we talked about how Kirby would be so radioactive. Wait, Did Why? We? Hold on, I don't remember Man. this aborted podcast. You remember earlier, Louisa, when you quote-unquote didn't brag about having a great memory? Yes. It's, you a don't... Good, it's a good thing I didn't brag, right? Yeah. I found a mysterious audio file that was from an old podcast we did, and I don't remember doing it or what it was about. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, we, I, I think we only ever recorded the one, which was when we were answering hypothetical questions that ended up being another show that somebody else was doing, right? Oh, yeah, I guess Maybe. so. Wait, why was Kirby radioactive? 
because he's able to eat so much mass without ever getting any bigger, which means that he has to be compacting them down and turning them into, like, denser and denser materials. Or he's just got, like, a wormhole in his belly. Yeah. Wormholes are mad radioactive, dog. (laughs) Oh, I don't think I know what radioactivity is, except in, like, the Spider-Man way. Oh, man. You need need to go to all of school again. (laughs) Uh, I didn't have to take any of the school where we learned about super science. (laughs) It's not super science, Jeff. It's just regular science. Listen, I don't need to be making any kind of Spider-Mans or Captain's Transylvania. (laughs) I think you do. If not you, then who, Jeff? Uh, Presumably the scientists at Oscorp. (laughs) Okay, uh, now we can end the episode now that no, it's not Jeff a bummer. Jeff didn't say what thing he has. No, he ate all the Easter candy. Oh, okay. Is that, oh, that, I, that was just an aside. Yeah, oh, that's okay. part of my regular life. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't call that a throwback because I do that every year. Louisa, can you get a tattoo across your back in gothic font that says Easter candy life? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, and for a million dollars and a bag of Coke, I will do that. <laughs> bag of coke i do not want cocaine <laughs> yes you do to it now it's part of my rider what can i do yeah <laughs> yeah you only want the brown m&ms and a big bag of cocaine <laughs> the brown m&ms <laughs> the worst m&ms of all oh wait no they don't even make brown yeah, anymore they... they would have to go and buy bags from the 90s on ebay <laughs> or just go ones for me. you could go to a candy store and buy individually color like a bag of just one color of m&ms yeah they sell that at a store right near me yeah. I think if you buy bags of M&M's uh, from the 90s, they'll all just be white. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, that'd be great. You can pretend you're eating teeth. <laughs> like we Hold all on, want great? to do in our fantasies. Uh, <laughs> I think you mean nightmares, and I think is you that, mean we're doing it accidentally. Is that just a way to assert dominance? Like, my teeth are better than these teeth? Yeah, like that Futurama thing that only yeah. teeth strong enough to eat other teeth. <laughs> yes. She has to make room on her that fantasy. She has to make room on her conqueror's necklace for more ears and tongues. <laughs> <laughs> so she has to eat the teeth. Now when you say conqueror's necklace, that is a reference to conqueror's bad fur day, I assume. Uh no, there was another syllable in there. I'm just uh, <laughs> giddy with excitement. Uh conqueror's bad fur day. What a terrible idea for a game. Anyway, I, um, I've been Jeff Kowalski. You can find me at weaponizedlanguage.com or the better URL to type in funtimes.online where you can listen to all the other episodes of this show and other episodes of another podcast I do called Creepypasta where we read creepypastas and then talk about them. I will never get tired of dot .online. <laughs> I think that's so great. <laughs> it's real and I'm so glad that it's real. <laughs> Cost me 88 cents for a year of that URL. Is there a dot for real? Is that a a URL you could have? Uh, No, but you can get dot pizza or dot horse. (laughs) (laughs) You could be Matt. You could 
get a website and have mattheron.horse redirect to it. Oh yeah, hey, can you can we can you give us all uh funtimes.online uh email addresses for this this oh, podcast? Yeah, absolutely. You can reach me at Je- uh jeff at funtimes.online. Matt will be Matt at funtimes.online and Louisa will be crumbum at no. funtimes.online. <laughs> no. <laughs> Louisa will be Louisa at funtimes.online. Yay, I we should bet you will not remember to do this before this person comes out. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Okay. That's great. We should probably also have a email address for our show at some point, but I don't want to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this space, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Watch the throne. We email it up. Uh, see if you can get seeing Reddit at Gmail, and we'll just announce it right now. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I already have I already have three Gmail accounts, and I don't want any more. Then you'll be on a list. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna think I'm some kind of spam robot. Mmm, spam. Mmm, robots. robots. Yep. <laughs> Pizza horses. <clears throat> All right, Louisa, did you say how people can get in touch with you? Oh, hey, I'm Louisa, and you can find me on Twitter at, at Heronbird, and apparently you can reach me at <laughs> Louisa at uh, funtimes.online. Yes. Uh, and I'm Matt Heron, and you can find me at Kamikaze Pilot on Twitter or Matt at Funtimes.online is my email address, apparently. <laughs> um, and don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. Remember, if we get 100 uh, ratings on iTunes, we will do an NSFW episode, which will be horrifying, I'm sure. When did Maybe we wa- promise that? Uh... <laughs> like two episodes ago. Maybe we'll get Waffle Scat. Oh. I'm just saying, it could happen. Uh, okay, so yeah, please make sure to tell your friends about our great show, and um, don't forget to come on back next time so that we can explore another message board on Seeing Reddit. Just one of the rules of life. Yeah, that's true. If we could all get like a teleporter uh, on our wangus, that would just make it go away <laughs> instead of peeing it out. Well, you'd still be peeing then, because it has to come out your wangus and then get teleported. <laughs> no, it'd just be the end of the bladder. No, you need to shoot a portal gun into your bladder. <laughs> Swallow a portal gun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where's the other end, though? Where's all that pee going? <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> the sun. As long as it's, like, more than, I'm going to say, 100 yards away from me, <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs>